Technogram focuses on latest technologies, solutions and their potential to transform customer operations while enhancing partner businesses. The episodes include insightful sessions on reimagining the digital future. Hello and welcome to Technogram, Reddington's podcast where we drive tech dialogues for the digital future. Today we have Vinod Krishnan, Partner Development Head for EMEA Emerging Markets from Amazon Web Services. Hi Vinod. Hi Janice. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. For sure. It was, it's a pleasure. Can you, can you give us like a little bit of an idea about what is it that your role entails at AWS? Sure. Yeah, first off, welcome everyone to JITEX 2023. Uh, as usual, a fantastic show here in Dubai and uh, keenly looking forward to the next three to four days. Uh, thanks again, Janice, for having me on the show. My name is Vinod Krishnan. Uh, I lead what we call as a partner development function for EMEA Emerging Markets. So me and my team, uh, we essentially work with system integration partners helping them build AWS and cloud practices. As you could imagine, a lot of these partners, while they have been doing IT for many years, uh, cloud computing as a concept, as a business, is new to some of them. Right? So me and my team really try to work with them, understand where they are today, how do they transform their own organization as they help customers through the cloud journey and the transformation that comes with it. So we really try to look forward along with the partner, envision the future, and help the partner work backwards from those uh, desired state. Right, so as you mentioned, cloud computing has really been the pioneering technology that's been driving digital transformation. So uh, can you elaborate a bit more on how exactly is it that you empower your partners? Sure. So you're right, absolutely. Cloud uh, underpins almost everything today, right? Be it Gen AI, that's the flavor of the season, be it artificial intelligence, be it IoT, be it uh, machine learning, big data. Cloud really becomes the underpinning for every new technology paradigm you think about. Now, AWS, if you look back, we launched in 2006. This was the company's called Amazon Web Services. Uh, as you could imagine, this was launched even before cloud became a <laughs> hype, right? We don't have cloud in the name, but we are the most widely adopted and the broadest uh, cloud platform in the world today. There are over 200 services. And within those uh, uh, sub-services on the platform today. So customers of all size, be it enterprises, government, SMBs, uh, startups, digital natives, educational institutes, healthcare, financial institutes, all of them look at AWS and adopt the platform uh, for various purposes. Many of them to drive digital transformation, many of them to get value out of the data that they have, many of them for IoT projects, many of them uh, to run their AI models now on AWS and so on. So if you fundamentally think about cloud as a technology paradigm, gone are the days where customers would buy a large set of infrastructure or set up a large data center because they have to do computing. Pretty much like how you take now a ride on demand from an Uber or a Kareem. Yes. You, you take services from somebody like AWS on demand and you pay for what you consume. So you do not essentially stand up a large infrastructure, incur a lot of capex in the hope that you would need the infrastructure. Mm -hmm. You now pretty much come to AWS, you decide what you need, you consume what you need, and pay by the hour or by the minute, or some cases even by the second. So it, it really becomes on-demand utility computing that you pay per use, then you have it to commit. 
you could imagine the amount of innovation and, and agility that this could provide. Right? Customers don't need to plan for capacity anymore. There is really no constraint around what you can do with IT. As long as you are able to provision what you need, you pay for what you consume, and you retire what you don't need, you could pretty much innovate as much as you want. Right? And the cost of innovation comes down drastically. The second biggest factor that we see with customers is when your cost of innovation comes down, what does it do? It fuels even more innovation. Right? Because people learn out of failures, and if your cost of failure is lower, you could innovate much more faster, much more agile, much more rapidly. So we've seen customers increasingly look at cloud as a platform for innovation and agility than as a platform for cost savings. Of course, there is a lot of cost savings that comes from a pay-as-you-go model, but customers increasingly look at cloud as a platform for rapid innovation and agile innovation in the cloud. Now, this leads to all kinds of transformation within a, within a customer, be it about changing the way customers engage with the enterprise, be it changing the way employees internally engage with the enterprise, be it the way about new business models that cloud could spawn off. It really completely changes the whole paradigm around innovation and what customers could achieve with, with cloud computing. Now, the other big element about all of this is the fact that you get an infrastructure that is continuously updated. Mm -hmm. So when you're using cloud, you no longer remain on an infrastructure that you bought two years back or three years back. In the back end, we are continuously upgrading our infrastructure, which means as a customer, they get the latest infrastructure all the time. So again, you get the best of the cost, you get the best of the infrastructure, you get the best of the agility, you get to innovate faster, you get to transform your business. Okay, so I'm really curious to know with so many benefits of, of the cloud, right? Uh, are, are there any challenges that the partners are facing right now? And what is uh, AWS's secret key, key ingredients that makes it different from the other hyperscalers? Sure. Yeah, so on your first question about what challenges uh, partners face uh, dealing with cloud. So as I said before, uh, for many of these partners, they've been in the business for the last decade or a couple of decades doing IT, uh, various system integration works, projects, and so on. For them, cloud computing could be a new concept, mm -hmm. uh, a relatively new concept. They need to adapt their sales team and the solution architecture team to uh, architect for cloud, deliver cloud, and so on. They need to be able to work in an OPEX model with their customers rather than a CapEx model. So that brings its own challenges in terms of P&L, profitability, etc. And many of these partners, last but not the least, uh, have to deal with uh, contracting terms and, and vehicles with their customers. So these are the changes that partners have to go through. Our job, uh, me and my team at AWS, uh, we try to help uh, our partners go through this uh, journey and navigate these changes. Uh, many partners have successfully made those changes. Uh, Alpha Data is one of our, uh, as you know, is a 42-year-old uh, UAE-based uh, partner. Uh, very steeply uh, entrenched with uh, large enterprises. Uh, they've transformed a lot along with us over the last 18 months or so. Uh, they've become an advanced partner for us. Uh, they've launched one of the, uh, uh, one of its kind, uh, Metaverse projects in UAE uh, about six months back. Uh, so you see all types of partners working with us, really trying to transform their model and, um, and helping our customers uh, in their cloud journey. Um, and what about, what makes AWS different from the other hyperscalers? What are your secret ingredients? 
Sure, that's an interesting question. I'm not gonna spill the secret <laughs> sauce here, uh, but there are a few things that absolutely differentiate uh, us in the market. First and foremost is about our customer obsession. Uh, in Amazon, we take a lot of pride in being truly customer obsessed. Now, this essentially means you start from your customers, you work backwards, you understand what your customers actually need. That becomes the basis for our innovation. So I spoke about the 200-odd services that we have on the platform. Each of those services have been defined in terms of what our customers need. So we truly work backwards from our customers, build products that our customers are asking for, and hence it makes it ex extremely, extremely relevant. Second, as I mentioned, it's a true pay-as-you-go platform, mm -hmm. which means customers get to provision what they need, and they pay for what they provision and consume. So it really provides them an agile, utility computing kind of platform uh, that they have. And the third important point, I would say, is really the breadth and depth of the platform. So there are 200 plus services now on the platform, each of them having multiple options within those. Now this pro really provides our customers with the broadest choice that they need. So if you look at database engines, for example, there are 15 plus database variants that we offer on the platform. Now this is extremely, extremely important for our customers because they do not want to get on a cloud platform and realize that they're constrained for choice. They want to have the broadest choice available so that they could pick the right tool for the right job to get the right work done for their customers. So I would, I would say, I would summarize and say choice, uh, the customer uh, obsession of AWS mm -hmm. uh, and, the, uh, and, the, uh, uh, and the agile elastic model of AWS platform are the three differentiators. Okay, that's great. Uh, also, the channel today is looking at um, optimizing several different revenue streams from the hyperscalers marketplace offerings, and then they create their own private offers for their customers. Sure. So how, how is AWS kind of helping them here for uh, building these uh, revenue streams? Sure. Yeah, marketplace is a very interesting concept. It's been, uh, it's been uh, one of our fastest growing uh, service within AWS. So if you really think about... Uh, AWS has its own set of 200 plus services that I spoke about. There are thousands and thousands of third-party ISP products uh, that our customers would need to build a robust infrastructure. So Marketplace is, that, is a platform for customers to discover, uh, trial if they want to, uh, deploy, and also procure these third-party ISP products. In many cases, uh, these products uh, are available again on a pay-as-you-go model really eliminating the need for customers to incur capex or end up buying software that they may not need uh, for the long term. So customers come to Marketplace to discover, to select the software that they need, to trial the software, and eventually procure the software of their choice. Now, they have multiple options to pay for the software. Some could be on a pay-as-you-go model. Some could be on a custom offer, as you mentioned, between the customer and the ISP partner that we pass through our platform. Uh, some could be pre-negotiated discounts that we have on behalf of the ISP partners uh, for the customers. So there are various options possible, again, for customers to procure third-party software. Now, looking at it from a vendor standpoint or from an ISP standpoint, it becomes an extremely compelling proposition because hosting a product on Marketplace gives them instant access to millions and millions of AWS customers. Yeah it's very difficult for a software company to distribute the software globally. A lot of software products today are on a freemium model, right? They want customers to try the product, get familiar with the product, and if convinced, buy the product. 
So distribution becomes extremely, extremely important for these ISV and third-party software providers. AWS Marketplace, again, provides a platform for these ISVs to host their product and ensure that they're able to uh, allow their prospects and customers to trial and experience the software before they uh, buy the software if they're interested. So it really becomes synergistic for the ISV partners, for the customers, and for AWS uh, to get the whole uh, third-party software adoption program going faster. Thank you, Venor. I think that's some really good information there for our listeners. And also with that, thank you for being here. You've been wonderful. Uh, thank you for joining us today at Technogram by Reddington. And stay tuned for more. Thank you. Thanks, Janice, for having me on the show.